you go into your shower feeling tired. But as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower 37 minutes later, because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day and smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. Whether you're a savvy spender maximizing your savings with cashback rewards, a thrifty rate watcher seeking the lowest interest, or a travel enthusiast looking for extraordinary perks, Kemba Financial Credit Union has a visa to complement your lifestyle and unique needs. Apply today at Kemba.org to unlock a limited time 2% cashback on purchases. And pay 0% interest on balance transfers for an entire year with a new visa from Kemba. You deserve a card that works for you. Restrictions apply. Offer ends June 30th, 2024. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste. Or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products. Because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger. Fresh for everyone. Spontane. Damashek football program available on iTunes and at davedamashek.nfl.com. Now here's your host, Dave Damashek. Hi and hello football fans, it's your old pal Dave. Dave Damashek, what's going down? I hope all's well wherever you are. Welcome to Studio 66. We're ready to roll here and by we, I am talking about the royal we of the NFL because the season is just about here, or at least training camp is just Finally. about here. Maybe by the time you're listening, there are some uh, some sizable human beings in their pads sweating it up. Maybe they're boiling <laughs> the the sweat up from their shoes like we saw in Hard Knocks last year. Remember uh, like Vince Wilfork? Yes, like Vince Wilfork's shoes sweated, uh, were, were sweating so badly that you could see the moisture rising up from the top of the shoes. It almost made me throw up. Let's not talk about that, though. Let's talk about what's exciting <laughs> about the game of pro football. And by the way, as always, we appreciate you downloading, subscribing, commenting, all that jazz on iTunes, Stitcher, or however you choose to consume the DDFP. Also, you can go to NFL.com slash DDFP, see all our, vi- our video stuff. We appreciate the well over a million people at least, at minimum, who uh, who took in the Eternal Red Zone, the Marshawn Lynch edition. You can still track that down on Facebook at NFL.com slash Sheck, or uh, DDFP, I should say. And beyond, we got another good one coming for you. It's the 2017 Hall of Fame class. That's Kurt Warner, Terrell Davis. Um, who else? LaDainian Tomlinson. Ooh, we'll have uh, some good sound. We're going to catch up with LT and TD in front of their uh, inductions coming up here in just a few days and go over their favorite plays in uh, in their respective careers. In the meantime, let's say hello to everybody seated to my immediate left, two of my favorites here. First of all, all the way from Michigan, here she is, everybody. It's Cindy Freeland. Daughter here to steal the show Back in the day she had a mullet with a funky flow Running marathons for her fitness goals On the DDFP 
she got the stat control. Cause when it comes to the numbers, she's All right, a let's fade it down. That's enough. We get the hint. We get the <laughs> We get it. We get. We got things to do, Cindy Freeland. You know, we got the places to go, people to meet. Also, and how are you, Cindy? I guess I'm okay. Why that? I, that, don't, that hurt little, your feelings? I mean, I realized that like I got the like you know businesswoman look going on today, so maybe you just aren't feeling it. But you now, know, shout out to Mary Ann Freeland, Cindy's mama. No offense to the family intended, anything like that. We just listen. You know what? Football season is nigh. Damashek. All business today, ceded to Cindy's immediate left there. Another of our favorites, like I say, from the state of Alabama, the home of uh, Jeffrey Beauregard Sessions, I believe, uh, among uh, among some others. Bear Bryant, is he from the state of Bama? Uh, No. He's not, eh? No. All right, well, I got one right. Charles Barkley? Yeah, Charles Barkley is there. And this guy, Patrick Claibon. That's enough. That's enough, too. <laughs> Fair's fair. We're not going to play all the Claybon songs. We're not going to play Freeland's. Uh, Claybon, yes, I have noticed. Yes, I, I anointed you and Chris Wessling, the Om Takesman. You don't just give takes. You wait to see everybody else's takes. Then you evaluate the quality of those takes. It is a weapon in my arsenal. Yes, yes but, I, I, but I've also seen you've rebranded that for the fancy Around the NFL podcast. Now you call yourself Garbage Takesman. Well, here, here's what happens, Dave. I go on other people's shows, right. and, they, and they give me names, and I don't argue because they're, I see. they're not my show. I see. So I see. right here, I'm the on takesman. I got it. Okay. I, I'm <laughs> okay. what Dave called. Any hot takes you want to uh, deliver or evaluate out there in the world, they don't even have to be sportsy. The world, uh, our, our nation seems to be in, uh, in some state of tumult. As you may have yeah, I, I guess that that's that's a very lukewarm take. I, yeah, I, I would like for people to have uh, to be able to to keep their families safe and happy. And hey, healthy. everything's going <laughs> so, yeah, great. That's a hot take in 2007. Everything's going super duper great. Let's talk about uh, pro football now. And what do you guys want to start with here? I have three items that okay. I'd like to address here with the season here. As I say all the time, everybody right now, yeah, all the teams, all 32 teams have a probably. Unless you're the Jets. <laughs> a perfect record? No, you probably have a – yeah, they probably already have two losses. No, I think every team in their own way has some sense of optimism right now and where they're headed this year. Like I say, I don't think the Jets aspire even to the playoffs. I don't think the Browns probably think a playoff spot is realistic. They would like to, though. It's, a, right. it's a goal. Right, and they're feeling pretty good, and they're feeling excited about some of the pieces that they've acquired since uh, last season finished up here. Now it's time, though, and and as we draw closer and we see what injuries inevitably go down in August and whatever contract situations are up in the air as we speak here and how those resolve themselves or don't, we will we will uh, put in pen our final predictions, the seedings, how, who will make the playoffs in the AFC and the NFC, the seedings for them, final records for all 32 teams. We'll have all that information for you as the season draws ever closer. In the meantime, I think we have to start from the bottom and work our way up. It's time for the 2017 edition of Davey Downer giving you the 10 teams that absolutely positively will not make the postseason this season with the help of Cindy Freeland 
and Patrick Claybon. You guys ready to get going here? Let's do it. Ready. So we want to name 10. Oh, we're starting out already. Yeah. So here we go. Dave ten, 10 teams that are not going to make the postseason. Today, should we just fo- focus on AFC? Let's do that. Let's uh, let's spread. So everyone who's not going to make it. Yeah, let's spread out the pessimism over two shows. Let's not just do it all. (laughs) Today, let's focus on the AFC. I say this. I don't know what the stakes are here. Maybe it's like, so if we're naming 10, um, for everyone you get wrong, let's say, you lose a finger. Is that fair? So if, if you say the Bills and the Bills make it to January, you lose a finger. Just or if you can think if, if you're a method if you're a method predictor, how about we, how at least about we do it on bottles of rosé so if we lose one then we have to buy you a bottle of rosé okay okay because we know he like loves rosé all day yeah. it's not as good as a finger not as rugged as uh, having it's a, it's right have below a finger, a finger. having below. a finger chopped a off notch in, below. instead I get a bottle of rosé rosé prices are elevating. That's right. I mean, As the hipsters latch on, I feel <laughs> avocado like toast and rosé. This is very much what it was like. That's my band name. When I was in on Modest Mouse on uh, you know Lonesome Crowded West, and uh, this is a long drive for someone with nothing to think about. I was in on Modest Mouse when those records were around. Then they have that hit, whatever. Well, what was it like? Uh, Dream. What was it called? The Float On. A couple float years on. ago. Float yeah. On. Five, eight years ago, it was a so-so number, and all the it's hipsters so-so jumped number. on them there. That's how I feel now. I feel like everybody's jumping in on my rosé. It's my rosé. It's Emma VP's rosé. It's Eddie Spaghetti's rosé. Everybody else is a Johnny Come Lately. Why, why can't they just enjoy the rosé as well? They can. I just, but as I say, as it as it expands in popularity, I feel a little bit, uh, you know, like hey, just for what it's worth. Uh, you, could get, you could get a T-shirt. Uh, what it's worth, uh, Damashek uh. was there first. Uh, I was an OG. I liked rosé before you did. Just rosé OG. I was yeah. I was a rosé OG. Yeah, very good, very good. All right, so let's get into it here so we can let, let's start with that the other couple of questions I have for uh, for the two of you today and we'll see how much time we have for them is uh, why the pay another downer kind of thing if you're a fan of uh, if you're from the New England region of uh, these United States or root for the Patriots why the Patriots will not win the Super Bowl people are already talking about undefeated season oh it uh, all the additions since the Super Bowl rally and all that it seems I don't want to say inevitable, but it does seem like they are the heavy, heavy, heavy favorite in spite of some decent uh, competition in the AFC. You're shaking your head already? Absolutely. They're the, I mean, there's no reason to think they're not the favorite. I know. I, yeah, so I I mean, wa- that's why I want to. I just, I, I don't think, look, listen, undefeated, undefeated is yeah. a ridiculous thing to say just overall. But apart from that, like. Why is it ridiculous? <laughs> I want to say this here and now. <laughs> really? If the, if the 2017 <laughs> Patriots don't go undefeated. They're already a disappointment. How Correct. about that? There you I go. Wanna, hot take. I want to. I want to. Hot not, take. Hot take. Nothing. I'm getting inside Brady and Belichick and the rest of them heads. You see, I'm talking to. This is like reverse psychology. You've already. You've already. Yeah. You're already a disappointment. Go win another Super Bowl. <laughs> so what? You should have gone undefeated. There's plenty of reasons for them to be the favorite. I still think we should play the 2017 NFL season, though. You want to go through with yeah, it? I think it's going to be the best for all parties involved if we play the game. I think yep. Kamish Goodell happens to agree with you. Yeah. And the networks that are paying money for the although uh, game, right? and people I mean, are going to accuse me of brown nosing. Planting to say, yeah, exactly. That's what I was going to say. You're just brown nosing. Hey, yeah, I'm trying to keep my job. Well, I do want to come up with a list of reasons that people should try to feel good about uh, the season and not assume that the Patriots are a four. And you're going to achieve that by saying who's not going to make the playoff. 
playoffs. Got it. Well, let's uh, so all right. Before we get to all that, <laughs> do you want to have the Patriots discussion now, or do you want to do that? I don't know. We started end? in one place, and now we're in another. I'm get because I'm uh, because I'm a nice host. Can I'm, we? I, I'm offering it. to you. Which do you want it to? It's uh, it's guests' choice. Put your heads together. Decide which one do you want to go into first. Would you like to dump on the Patriots first? I mean, let's. I think we can go through Patriots, and then because right, obviously let's, they're let's in the group of people who are going to make the who are going to make the playoffs. So. Here they are. The reasons that the New England Patriots will not win. The Super Bowl in uh, 2017, or I guess February of 2018. Let's start off with you, Claybon. Give me a reason. Why are the number one reason the Patriots will not win the Super Bowl is because it's really hard to win the Super Bowl. Well, it (laughs) it hasn't hasn't been that hard for them to win it. The last time the Patriots won the Super Bowl, they came back. They had to come back from 25 points down, and a confluence of circumstances needed to take place for them to win the Super Bowl. And despite that, it's there's still this idea that it's a foregone conclusion somehow that the Patriots are automatically going to win the Super Bowl after their quarterback turns 40. The the backup who's thrown 42 passes in actual game time is somehow Joe Montana standing on Dante Culpepper's shoulders. It it. We don't have to assign the Patriots a Super Bowl championship right now. I get it. I get it. I will put the asterisk next to your previous statement. Jimmy G, I think, would at minimum still win that division or come close to it if if he had to take over, if Tom Brady didn't uh, make it through August uh, healthy and Garoppolo had to take over. I think the Patriots would still – be in the postseason at minimum. I would say that. I'll throw one out. You mentioned Tom Brady being 40. There is no historical evidence that a 40-year-old guy can get his team to the Super Bowl and win it. I know that there aren't very many QBs that have gone that deep. Warren Moon played well into his 40s. George Blanda played well, but there are precious few examples of a guy running the table through January getting to the Super Bowl. In fact, there are exactly zero examples of that. And when it goes for a guy, you can say, well, you saw him in early February of 2017. He looked awfully good. When it goes for football players, it goes fast. It does not a gentle decline into mediocrity. It's just one day they're great. The next day they are not. Fall so- off a cliff. But Jimmy, Garol- Jimmy Garoppolo could go in there and still do well. So that kind of well, mitigates yeah, cause he, what Because he's, he's an actual Kryptonian. He is the greatest quarterback we've ever seen uh, throw 42 passes. He might be more handsome than uh, <laughs> than uh, Superman is. Cindy uh, Freeland, lay it on us. Another reason the Patriots will not win the Super Bowl this year. Oh, I hate to put it on one person, but – well, two people really, but some, some interesting notes here. I mean, look, Stephon Gilmore, he has a lot to live up to. There's a lot – that's a big contract. That's a it's a big. It, it's interesting coming from Buffalo. I mean, I, he's very very good, but you know I, the def, I, I'm trying to come up with something. Do you suppose there might be some strife? Cynthia really feels passionately about the Patriots not winning the Super Bowl. No, listen, I, it's not about the Super Bowl because the, there's in our sport, unlike some of the other sports where there's hundreds of games, like at least 160 some odd games, right? You don't get you're going to have erratic things happen. I mean, had they not made that incredible comeback in the Super Bowl, we would have had a different outcome. But the point is, is the chances of them winning their division are very strong. It'd be very hard to upset Goliath in this case. But it's it's entirely possible that once you get into the playoffs, there's going to be a fluky game and something happened. Like, I mean, when I look at the places where they're kind of, where they have some, the word isn't holes, but they have some places where they're not as strong as others. I mean, Joe Tooney, he, he didn't, he was not a shining star on their offense, and he played like you know 1,100 snaps. I mean, a left guard—that's decently important position, especially because when you look at the year prior, 
the Patriots didn't make it to the Super Bowl in the in the Denver Broncos year because they had all those different combinations of their O-line and they couldn't kind of get it together and there was different pressure on Brady. It was just not – they weren't able to execute their game plan. So for me, there are like areas – I don't think it's a foregone conclusion that they'll win the Super Bowl. I do think it's a very – it'd be hard to, to root or – Is there something to be said for, to go back to where you were a couple of minutes ago, is there something for the infusion of even more talent being disruptive? We've seen that with the the Dream Team Philadelphia Eagles of five years ago. There are some examples of that. I'm looking for a reason. Is there that the contract will upset Malcolm Butler? Why am I not making that kind of bank? uh, Is there any reason to think that might happen? None of those – Imaginary reasons, yeah. or, or the the yeah. ultimate reasoning would be these. Uh, there's other teams that are also trying to win the Super Bowl, right. and they also feature right. professional football players. The idea that that Malcolm Butler is going to be in his feelings because he rightfully feels like he should be paid like he deserves. I, well, I, don't, I don't understand. That seems I mean, to, it I mean, seems look, to disrupt some locker rooms. When you have what Alan Branch is on the pup, Dante Hightower right now on the pup. Like these are people who I mean, injuries on their defense is something that to to keep track of, especially, you know, you did give Stefan Gilmore that, but like a cornerback in that situation, if you have, if you're D tackle and you're, you know, an a linebacker are missing, it can make it a lot of pressure. Like, well, we pay this guy. Let's be got to perform. But you know, there are some other things here, like the run game, things like that. Like if you have these people injured, you know, half of a Allen branch or half of a Dante Hightower isn't the same as, but they are. It does the one. One of the vexing things, if you root for one of the other thirty-one teams in the NFL, is that they seem to be the only team that's injury-proof as well. They lose Gronk. Well, that's it. I declared among uh, many <laughs> others that that's got to be it. If you take away Gronk from Brady, given the other pass-catching options out there, I thought that that you know that's really going to hinder them come January against high-end defenses. Then they go and win the Super Bowl again. But they what didn't are, just go and win the Super Bowl. They, I mean, they're like it. They that was like an. There's a reason that's a historical comeback. They didn't just like. It wasn't like they rolled in there and then it was twenty-four nothing at halftime and they won. You know, forty-eight nothing by the end of the like. It, you know, there, that was a game. There, <laughs> we're not just. I mean, I hear you. And, the Falcons and, could have very easily won that. And game. There's plenty this, of universes where we're having this discussion about the Falcons being the pro right to win the Super right. Bowl. True. Here's one I'll Most throw out at you. Fact. The Falcons as the inspiration, the 2016 rise of Matt Ryan, the MVP, a lot of promise over the years, some great seasons by Matt Ryan and great so on. Great college. Could Keep going. That's right, Boston <laughs> College. That's right. How about – what about uh, – here? let's stay a little closer to the neighborhood for Tom Brady and company. Here, maybe I'm getting a little wild with this. Could the Miami Dolphins win the division this year? I think the Dolphins. Here, I, I, I've said it a million times. I'll well, it's say not it going to be the Jets. I'll say it for the million and first now. The greatest thing that the football gods ever handed Tom Brady, and for that matter, his pal Peyton Manning, were easy divisions throughout the virtually through the entirety of their respective careers. What if the Dolphins and the Bills are actually halfway decent? Then it's not a foregone conclusion that they get one of the top two seeds. Then if they have to go three weeks and they have to go on the road some in tough environments in January, it feels a little less guaranteed. And like I say, I don't think the division, as good as this team should be, the Patriots, given the additions they made, I think the Dolphins are legit. I don't think that this was one of those 21st century occurrences that we've seen in pro football, which is a team spike up and then just drop back off and the mirage is, is over within a season. I think Gase and company are building something down there. How say you, Freeland? I definitely agree with you that they're building something. I'm not sure 
there, look, I think if you had to say who's under the microscope here, I would say Ryan Tannehill is pretty much under the microscope. They have an ability to get out of his contract next season for very minimal cap hits. So he's, he's kind of playing for his, his right to be there, you know, like his, and I think if you look at how Gase was able to create a scheme that made Jay Cutler work back in Chicago and he was an offensive coordinator there and kind of the Ryan Tannehill had the best statistical seat, one of the best statistical seasons of his career, depending on which stats you're looking at last season, they've got some questions on third down, which is a big down, pretty, pretty important one, but we'll have to see if what we've seen there will translate into being able to beat the Patriots and get themselves. The, the problem is, is that, you know, you not only do they have a tough division, they have a pretty tough schedule as well. They're not sitting there in the, in the same position as some of like the Titans have an easier schedule than the Dolphins. There, there are just certain, you know, the way that our game's constructed, they have, the Dolphins have a pretty hard schedule. So while I don't think you're going to see them totally drop off, it's going to be a little harder to make the playoffs given who they're playing this season. I hear you. The, the, the counter to that is I think that offensive line is one year further yes. along, and I think it's going to be a position of yeah, real because, strength. And right. The one thing we've seen, one of the things, the way to get to the Patriots or any other team, is to grind them and to keep Tom Brady's snaps as low as possible. And and uh, Jay Ajayi certainly building on last year with a stronger offensive line. Right. That seems to me to be a, an if opportunity. If they can solve third down, then if they can yeah. solve third down, that's really going to be it. But you highlight that, that Dolphins offensive line, and one thing that jumps out is they're able to get Laramie Tunsil there at a value because of his draft situation. Right. But then you look at the Patriots and the roster that they're able to assemble, it's like they get everybody at the value. And so to, to Cynthia's point earlier, they, they've they filled it with so much talent. You wonder, well, when does when does the dam finally break? But this this Dolphins team, if you go historically compared to the rest of the league, they give the Patriots more trouble. They than do, and people like to cite that one. And the Bills also, I feel like, if it weren't for the regime change and the weird. Uh, lack of affection for Tyrod Taylor. I would be really excited about the yeah. Bills right now, but it seems murky because you, they don't like Tyrod Taylor. I don't get exactly well, why. He has a two-year deal, so they've, he's got a two-year audition for Sean McDermott. It, I mean, that's a big deal when you look at it. When you look at it's going to see – it's unclear how healthy like Zay Jones is and how healthy he has been because – he, I think he had an injury during the the previous training camps, and so we'll we'll have to keep an eye on what goes down there. Obviously, Lashawn McCoy is this gigantic. We don't. He doesn't get talked about enough. I don't think for how helpful he is. Like Tyron Taylor, a lot of Taylor, people declared him done a couple of years ago. They were wrong. Yeah, yeah. people tend to do that. <laughs> people do that with they were wrong. Really right, easily. right. So I mean, the the value he brings there it can't be understated. So it's really going to see. All right, can Tyrod Taylor keep it in the pocket and keep it a little bit more under control? Because when he gets outside the pocket, then it he his it becomes a little bit different game. And we've seen that that's not necessarily sustainable. It's great for your fantasy team, but it's not amazing for your wins overall. We're gonna have to see how this defense is now. Like they've lost some key pieces on defense too. We're gonna see how. Some of the things that they've added, if they uh, amount to much, it's hard. It's hard with the Bills because last year you had Rex Ryan, who everybody's like all, like super interested in, and there's just there's something about him that just people care a lot about, and their coach is not quite as you know some we don't media doesn't we think he's more boring than we thought Rex Ryan was right so we don't talk about it as much so you don't hear as many of the quotes on him you don't national media wise you don't hear the little tiny snippets and the things that we would have heard from Rex Ryan so it's it's harder to imagine where they're but going. we do what we do know is that Rex and even worse Rob are all about uh all about mystique 
uh, with their behavior <laughs> versus actual production. Right. And you know, Rob was a failure, uh, has been a failure pretty much every stop as a defensive coordinator. I like but he's the got pieces. great hair. What I did say last year is <laughs> – I predicted before the season, Rex won't make it through 2017, but whoever takes over is going to benefit from their uh, top two draft picks. Yeah. Bottom. Oh, absolutely. Gonna, that defense is going to be good. That def- uh, The defense is going to be very good. Look, Shaq, Shaq Lawson, I'm super excited to see yeah. what he does. He was hurt. He had, And we didn't get to see who Shaq Lawson really is is, was, can be. Remember, he Shaq would have been Lawson. a top three pick in all likelihood. Reggie if, if all, he's great, yeah, too. That's they what I'm saying. great picks, yeah. But I, 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 right, it's exactly right. I think Lawson was a, a top three, four pick last year had he had the injury concerns not risen up just before the draft. And he still goes, what did he end up going? Nine, 12, I mean, not 10, 12, something like yeah, that. Yeah, somewhere in that right? And also, I want to point out, Micah Hyde, who came over from Green Bay, their safety, mm-hmm. that's a pretty, that's a great addition for them. I mean, look, it's not... They're, you're not going to replace what you lost to New England and Tre'Davious White, who they drafted. That's like let's not be let's not be crazy. He's not Stephon Gilmer, but we don't know what we've got here. It could be you know th- this could be a better overall value as opposed to this one player who would have cost them too much. So I I think their defense could be int- very interesting to watch. A good a good 2017 for the Bills training staff. And, and yeah. public relations and everything where we find out if a guy's having surgery, if he's not having surgery, <laughs> if they can make it through 2017 without any of those snafus where somebody just randomly is fine, but then they have to have season-ending surgery a few weeks later. If we can avoid that, I can feel better <laughs> about the Bills. If we can avoid that, yeah. You know what I should I like do also? I'd I like, like to go fans. through right. over, over Tom Brady's career, the years that they've gone to the Super Bowl – are they the prohibitive favorite in each of those instances? I feel like – I'm trying to think off the top of my head. Did they ever need to even win three games to get to one of those Super Bowls and win it? Uh, uh, they had the bye in what their first Ofa? Super Bowl. against When they win the Super Bowl against the Panthers. Yeah. I'm trying to think. Was it oh? I'm just trying to make a point that I think that the Raiders are going to be good again this year. But, I, you know, I do think there's a uh, chance for regression there. I think the Steelers should be a real, real uh, threat to the Patriots this year. Um, I like the Chargers. And I'm trying to think of the the South is, is interesting at minimum. I don't know if there's anybody out of there that I would say. I, I, although... I know this is a funny one. The letter, uh, the Letterman's jacket uh, guys from uh, from Houston, and I don't know if Deshaun Watson is in his rookie season ready to roll in there and knock off Brady and company. But that defense, talk about. Wait, how, uh, did you have a Letterman jacket in col- in high school? Either of you? No. Um. No. Oh darn! I was hoping we could do an entire podcast where you two would be wearing. That'd them. be cool. Claybon. Uh, Claybon used you to be able to pay for those. Claybon yeah. used to be able to reverse dunk though, right? Well, yeah, that was. Uh, with a galaxy far, far fighter. away. Could you catch an alley-oop and dunk it? Yeah. Wow. How many guys have been in Studio 66 that can claim <laughs> Several. That? Actually, well, I can claim that. Most that of, mean most of the ones it. who play, play football probably could. But, you think so? Uh, yeah. Like, if, not in a game situation. You think but Maurice Jones-Drew could do that? With a trampoline? Ah, uh, why you do that? Well, you think Ike Taylor could do it? Yes. You think Ike Taylor could alley-oop able- dunk? I do not think Ike that. might be able to get there right now. Listen, okay. I think Ike would be one of those people where if you challenged him to it, he would, like, not sleep until he got it done. Not on this extraordinarily dangerous basketball goal we have out here, by yeah, the way. Yeah, no, I don't that. want anybody to Oh, the go. basketball goal that uh, that uh, a while back I took him out to for a free-throw shooting contest and shamed him? A professional athlete, you understand. A professional athlete. Damashek dominated him in the free Chris throw Harris shooting. Jr. can do it, for sure. 
I'm moving on. <laughs> All right. So we talk AFC East threats. So we've given a few. Anything else anybody wants to float out there as a reason why the Patriots aren't going to win the Super Bowl? I say not just within the division, the Pittsburgh Steelers, who after banging their head against that wall against the Patriots three times in AFC title games here in the 21st century and beyond. That's always the obstacle. That's always the... Uh, so the, there's no one coming out of the West that you think's even... I mean, like... I said Raiders. Oh, okay. And I said Chargers. Okay, 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 okay. Yeah. But you kind of were like, they're good, they're good. But they're, what about the Broncos? You don't like the Broncos at all? I don't think the Broncos are a playoff Really? Team. Really? Yeah. Disagree. Well, really to you is what I say. All right, let's get into it then. Let's You're a Trev believer? I'm a Trev guy. I'm. I, it's not necessarily – listen, another alma mater quarterback. <sighs> Just like to point that out. Um, different alma mater, though. Well, like I've said before, Paxton Lynch better get that gig or he's officially a bust. Oh, Sorry a, to play that. I don't care. That's a you, lot. That's you, a lot on Paxton Lynch. Dude. Hot take me all you want. Throw hot take <laughs> charges at me he, all you I want. I think he's under the microscope. He was the sure. first round draft pick. You okay. don't get to just sit there. For, you don't get to not play in but the you 21st know century and not be a bust. You let's, can't beat out Trevor Simeon? Hey, now. Don't, let's what? let's see what their new O-line does. They did make some – I mean, you got to give that O-line – you got to give them a little credit for addressing one of the biggest issues, which was their O-line. Maybe you're right. Maybe I'm Maybe I'm prematurely – Okay, sleep on the Trev. Don't sleep on them. That's Let's defense. do it then. Right. Let's transition from why the Patriots won't win the Super Bowl and talk <laughs> about the teams that won't even make the playoffs. It's time for Davey Downer and friends, the 10 teams that will not make it to the postseason this year. At the expense of one of your digits, you lose a finger. Nope, we buy you it, rose. rose. Got it. Okay. Either way, either. Well, I'm playing too, so do I have to buy? Who Who am I buying rose for? If uh, well, I if think I'm wrong. you buy it for the group, and then we all we, we all, all drink enjoy it. it. So, so our or lo- you can no, lose or the you, finger. Yeah, since you're such a big fan of the finger thing, you lose this one first. Well, then if that's the case, then I'm rooting to be wrong. So. And it's a random finger, so you don't know which one. Chop. You have to close your eyes. I think we stick with the finger game. Those now that's stakes. That's <laughs> that's a penalty. You're wrong. There's, All right. Give there's me an audio it. drop. Yeah, that's right. Lose a finger. That's it. All <laughs> right. It. Here we go. Okay. Let's it. get into it. Okay. Let's go through the candidates, and we're going to stick to just the AFC today. Okay. We will get to 10 in uh, when we combine the two conferences. I'm going to start. Should I? Do you want me to start? Do you want me to kick a No, because you're going to go with the one that's like ev- the lowest hanging fruit. Lowest the one that's not going to go to the playoffs here is the first one. I absolutely oh! guarantee it. I'm sorry, you're oh, not going geez, to the Louise. postseason. New York Jets. <sighs> I mean, there were two people that you could have taken there. Wait, play play that one more time for me there. No playoffs for you. A beautiful voice. Thank you. Thank you. The Gorgeous. Jets are not going to go to the playoffs. I don't even think we need to spend any time think, on this one. I think they don't like, want to go to the yeah, playoffs. They aren't, they aren't trying. They're, I, I think they're literally spending all their time evaluating which of these potential quarterbacks. And this could be a fun draft class next season. They're, they're like, they have season tickets to UCLA. They have season tickets to USC. They're going up to Wyoming. Like, they got a lot of places they got to yeah, go. Yeah, but, but why are they? But why are they not just announcing, sorry, Josh McCann, you have no chance of playing? Why would they because even Because have you there? seen his face? He's got like a perfect quarterback face that's fine now Carson Palmer I've said has the gold standard mm. of quarterback faces mm-hmm. but they but why would they not say hey Petty Hackenberg get ready because we're going back and forth between you two guys all season to see which one if either of you is worth anything why would they what you you clearly are you're willfully saying we're not trying to go to the place so why would you put a vet in there instead of seeing one of these two because kids? of the important caveat when we when we talk about how they're not trying we're not talking about the coaching staff or the players 
or the training staff or the parking lot attendants. That's the right. right. You're right. Those those guys are all trying. They would like to keep jobs and maintain right. employment right. in the NFL. It's, We're the front, joking. it's the front office that does How far are you getting with Quincy and Noon as your, fa- as your top receiver, though? I mean. He's fine. Uh, well, okay. So here's here's the other thing that I think is at least worth noting on this one. Look at how hard this backup quarterback market has become. Look at some of the people who are getting tryouts and getting getting – you know, right now, right this minute, are can you even name some of the backup quarterbacks? That's a pretty important backup job. It's also an awesome job if you have it, right? But, like, it's a pretty important job. So if they're figuring out, like, kind of what's the dynamic of their team going forward and they're thinking maybe we're going to take a chance on one of these top-name quarterbacks coming out to be the quarterback of our Jets' future, maybe what they're doing is figuring out how they're going to kind of, like, tear out the rest of it because that I'm telling you that backup quarterback market right now just look at some of these people I've never even heard of some of these okay that's not I've I've heard of one guy I've heard of one guy named uh Colin Kaepernick as uh, far as I've heard uh still I don't want to talk about that but my my point is is like if RG3 is going here and to the to the Chargers to to go for a workout and some of these people I literally like Dan Orlovsky I mean come on I'm a Lions fan I have to be like oh my goodness gracious like to the Rams, like these are these are things that this backup market is not a joke. Like you need that guy to come in and be able to win like one two games. You know who knows that really well? Steelers fans. I believe you got that. a good backup. So it's a, it's kind of an interesting thing to note here because a lot of people are saying chance. Josh Dobbs is going to beat out Landry Jones in a uh, SEC battle. For you know what? Great up seven. Great. Yeah. Like great. That's awesome. All right. So the Jets are. And by the way, let's go around the table because the Jets. Oh, I got the next one. No, no, no. The oh. Jets are my. Team, Did right. you, are they on your list as well? Yes. Top ten team, Claymon. Yes. Give me, give me that again. No playoffs for you. Freeland, you're next. The Browns. The Cleveland Browns are not going to go to the playoffs. <laughs> Sorry. No playoffs for you. I agree. Um, I do think that they. I, I don't know what to expect record-wise out of this team, and I would not my, my jaw would not hit the floor if they somehow found their way past the Cincinnati Bengals in the in the uh, division standings. I do not want uh, look if you're playing in a division with the Ravens and the Steelers in this year, and that's where you are. I'm just sorry, there's just it's that's not going to happen. I, yeah, like so fair. I don't. I, I mean, and to me. Some of the things that's interesting here is to like Hugh Jackson was brought in to kind of solve this quarterback conundrum. So it's going to be interesting to see what happens there. Greg Williams came over on the defense. I think their defense is going to be much improved this year. I think honestly, a realistic estimate for wins is somewhere in the four to six range, which is not yeah. a terrible mm-hmm. is not a terrible range to be in, but it's probably not going to win you your division. No, it's- I, I agree with that. It would be sad if it did. For the, I think the Steelers and Ravens fans would be sad. Like, I, I know. I was I would trying like to be that. nice. That would be a fun season. 5-11 <laughs> and 11 and 6-10 and 10 won it. Um, I, what, what's your best guess on uh, Kessler versus Kaiser? I think yeah, – by the way, actually, before you answer that, the quarterback whisperer thing, guys get in the NFL, coaches get a lot of credit for having success in one situation, one season, and they can ride that for a decade. The best example of that is probably Mike Martz, but there are plenty of guys that are considered to be totally. QB whisperers and great offense. Oh, so because they had one magical year with great high-end talent <laughs> surrounding them. Right. Hugh Jackson and Daniel Jeremiah um, uh, of Move the Sticks, of course, 
agrees with me on this. Where did this mythology about Hugh Jackson come from that he's definitely the savior to let me be clear on what the I said. bum franchise that is Cleveland? Let me, let me be clear on what I said. He was hired to I know. help solve this. I'm I, just pointing that out. I did out. not say I'm that. I'm not like, accusing you. Right, I'm just right. saying that that's it. So, I okay. think every time you've worked with a great quarterback, you kind of get the run from that, right? Like even Adam Gase, who we're talking about, people will always come back to, oh, well, he Yeah, but Chan Gailey has been successful in multiple stops. I think that's the standard. Like he's done it in multiple places. That, Ryan, Andy Patrick Reed is successful. Ryan Fitzpatrick being the – the gold standard on well, that. I mean, he he's the gold standard for this. Just, just, just a pro got style. Got out of that guy, didn't he? A pro style he quarterback that's a leader in the locker room. That's why you got to have him in your backup spot. Um, last wait, year, wait, wait oh, go ahead, go ahead. Well, last year, I because I the terms, I love terms. You know that, Dave. Mm-hmm. And quarterback whisperer kind of kind of jumped out. I'm going to start being quarterback. This is how you do it, Tom Brady. <laughs> Peyton Manning. I'm a quarterback whisperer. Literal quarterback whisperer. <laughs> but I. I um, the term is so prevalent, I decided it'd be easier to make a list of the guys who aren't quarterback whisperers. Ah, right. yeah. And so th- last year the list was um, Jim Lewis, Rivera, Quinn, Zimmer, Fox, Carol, Carol, Del Rio, Bowles, Ryan, Bradley, Pagano, Tomlin. Not quarterback. Those are those are the only not quarterback whisperers. Can Caldwell. I tell you? Can Caldwell. I tell you? Not a quarterback whisperer. N- oh, yeah, Caldwell. Yeah, you know who else is? A, you know who is a quarterback whisperer? Dave Damage. Me too. Right. When I, I'm a quarterback whisperer. I am because well, let me tell you something. Yeah, but you, you just we like are to a, do we it. We are a quarterback whispering podcast. You like to do it. You like to say you are. I am one. I just I about, whispered them. I, <laughs> I, when I when these guys come out of the draft, Damashek's success rate is very high. I said Derek Carr yep. was the best pick out of, the, out of that draft. Mm-hmm. He is the best pick out of mm-hmm. that draft at this point. Who'd you Ooh, say between Winston and Mariota? Winston. Okay. Yeah. I mean, both of them would have been a good At this point, I don't think either yeah. one is. Aesthetics right. plays heavily in Dave's evaluation. That's right. Aesthetics do play heavily. I, I, but yes, that's right. I know it's laughable to Winston's some people. You think Winston's better looking than Mariota? You know, no, I don't mean it, are they handsome or not. Oh, okay. I mean the it's way. It's the quarterback the, look. The stature. Got it. That's exactly Got right. It. I, Got it. That, that is precisely right. Does that guy cut the figure of an NFL QB? Cut Does he move around like a bit like a quarterback? Got it. it, it does he have that uh, rugged stature? Does he have the big arm? Where, where's you net out on, on Michael Vick? These are my who, evaluators. by the way, is an intern today at the Chiefs with the Chiefs. Is that true, Michael Vick? Yeah, I like Michael Vick, Ryan but Bartlett I told I, me that. But the guy, another good one from way back. He doesn't look like a quarterback though. Two thousand and four, and this predates uh, where any of those QBs fell out of the trio of Eli Rivers, Roethlisberger, and Roethlisberger was predominantly considered the third best out of that trio. I said seven's the one you want. I was over the moon when the Steelers got Ben Roethlisberger just by watching him play ball. Why? Because I'm a QB whisperer. So Carson Wentz or Dak Prescott or Jared Goff, which one did you go with there? I said Carson Wentz all day. I said Carson Wentz. I did not involve uh, myself in the Dak Prescott. No one did. But I – I actually made a don't comparison we, between him and Tim Tebow on ESPN. <laughs> don't you need to whisper to the quarterback? Right. That's a different thing. I'm not, okay. listen, I'm not here to coach him up. I'm just here to give him my blessing. Ah. I called your imperator. Throw the ball. <laughs> don't it's, throw the ball. It's like All right. asking for somebody's daughter's hand. No one wants to tackle the Patriots, right? Oh, does everybody agree about the Browns? Because they're going on my list, yes. too. So all three of us have those. I'm keeping track here. No playoffs for you. <laughs> Patriots, no takers, no takers. Yeah, I'm not going to Patriots. Stop it. How about the Dolphins? Anyone want to put the Dolphins on their list? 
I got the Dolphins going back, so no, not on my okay. list. Do you want to put them on there? You want to guarantee they ain't going to the playoffs there? I'm really? with him. Okay. All right. Well, so no one, everyone. Fins uh, up. Everyone at the table is passing on the Dolphins. <laughs> that's All right. best dolphin <laughs> Moving on to the AFC North. <laughs> oh, well, wait. We did the Jets. We did. <laughs> That's I missed amazing. it completely. What happened? Nothing. I tried to make a dolphin noise. <laughs> Does he call you at home? <laughs> Do it again. Do, no. another, do a dolphin noise. It was not good. It <laughs> <laughs> was more like a pony is what that sounded yeah, like. That's good. So, all right. Good. So, Jet. Oh, we didn't say. Bills. Does anyone want to put them on their list? I'm going to have to. You have to put the bills. But listen, uh, process so, of elimination. So, so, oh, so we, have to. To, we have to fill out our lists? You have to have 10 by the end of the I don't want to spin the, the, right, the rosé. We, have to, we have to have 10. All right. People, I mean, it's it's process of elimination. I'm not going to. You're put going the three bill. deep in AFC East. I I am not. Well, I'm saying definitely not going to the playoffs. I, I how my playoffs. If you're making me pick ten, that means you're picking everyone who's going to the playoffs is not means, in your thing, right? That means. So if you think if you think five that, per side, so you have to right. So five per conference. Oh, I thought you said ten each. No, no, no. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. No, no, no. Gee, did I'm that sorry. how yeah, you? That, I'm sorry. You did not explain. I, got, I, got, I thought I got we were picking there. everyone who was like. All right, I'm going to be spending some bills. Money. So, do you want the bills? On no, here? not if I only have no. to pick five total. All right. Goodness. So, there, so now we've covered the AFC East. We've started with the AFC North by declaring that the Browns will not make it. Everybody agreed with that one. Jets and Browns. Yep. Let's tackle the next one: the Cincinnati Bengals and their candidacy. Will they definitely? Not make it to the postseason, Claybon. I start with you. No, they will not. Definitely not make it. To the <laughs> so, <you're> not- <laughs> so wait, there's a chance they will. I'm saying there's a okay. chance. Okay, got it. Cindy Freeland. I'm outie. Nope. Nope. What? It. They're not making it. Whoa! Yeah. No playoffs for you. Sorry. I'm sorry. Why? Well. They lost some pieces. Mm-hmm. Their guard, Kevin Zeitler, reset the guard market. He Correct. went to the Browns in division rival. That's a decent loss there. Ross Tucker, about. our pal, came in here, an offensive line guru, told us that the replacements that they drafted are not looking great there either. Andrew, he was not impressed. Andrew Whitworth, yeah. left tackle, yep. gone. He's right. a Ram. See ya. You know the importance of being able to throw the ball, especially when you've got A.J. Green and you've got you've – got, you've got, a great wide receiver core. I think that their running back situations is going to be an interesting one to play out because both of the guys, Jeremy Hill and Gio Bernard, they were in a shared backfield and both of them weren't exactly the most productive of anyone. And they've got Joe Mixon, like, you know, chomping at their heels there to, to see the field. So their running back situation could get better, but if you don't have an O-line, it's pretty hard. If you don't have a great O-line, it's hard to get that run game going and thus hard to get the passing game going. I think that it's really hard to imagine a scenario where this year with the, the changes that they've made just on that O-line alone. Eh. Their window, the Bengals, the Marv Lewis era has had some – some highs, but those highs are pretty low in my book. They've made it to the playoffs. People, enough credit for Marvin Lewis getting a team to the playoffs but never winning a playoff game. 14, that's your QB all this way in? He's never going to get it done. I'm with Freeland. Sorry, Bengals, you're out. No, give it to me again. No playoffs for you. I'm shocked, Dave. I'm shocked that you would feel this way about the Bengals. 
It's, it's nothing to do with my feelings no, about them. I'm not saying that. Let's I'm, move on to the next one. The Pittsburgh Steelers. Are they definitely not going to the playoffs? They're definitely Cindy? going to the playoffs. Definitely. I don't like saying definitely about that. Claybon, you're going to pass on the – 100% they are going to the playoffs. I'm not going to sure. say any 100% they're going, but I'm definitely no. not going to say – Never been more certain of anything in my life. I'm definitely not going to say they're definitely not going to the playoffs. How about the Baltimore Birdies there, Claybon? They are my team that is definitely not going to the playoffs. Whoa! No playoffs for you! Oh, that's going to be a finger right there. That might be a thumb. So here's here's what I think is interesting. Last year you saw a pretty hurt Jeremy Macklin. He was not 100%. They admittedly – you can go Google it if you want to. There's some stories that came out that they kind of botched up that contract – that would be such a nice addition. Joe Flacco to Jeremy Macklin. If that works out, that's a that's a good one. I think they've improved. And I think, you know, you got a defense that's still a really, really good defense. It's hard for me to say. I don't think I think that right now my math is on uh, the Steelers to win that division, but the Ravens are not to be counted. I agree, out. and they, as I always talk about, they zigged when the rest of the division zagged there. They built up that defense and especially the pass defense. It's going to be good. And then, like you touch on there, sort of past the 11th hour into the next day, they go and get some real value in Jeremy Macklin. All of a sudden, the pass-catching core doesn't seem as weak as it did compared to what the Bengals and Steelers are going to have in 2017. I think they're going to take a real run at things once again. That's obviously one of the sturdiest organizations around. So I, I can't go there with Claybon. Here's I, I don't think that they're going to be significantly worse than they were last year. I think they have improved. I just don't think that they've improved enough to compete with the other wild card contenders. I, I, I agree that I the you. Steelers are going to uh, win the division. But I just don't. We may see have just them. jinxed the Steelers. Kenneth Dixon, <laughs> Kenneth Dixon's knee injury at the time of the recording. We don't know how severe it is, but if he's out for the year, he's already down for four weeks. If he's out for the year, that's gonna uh, put a uh, put a dent into my esteem that I have for for the 2017 edition. Yep. All right, so that's that division. We've now so so now we have a little bit of you only went with the Browns here, right? And, and Jets, and, Browns, Bengals. What are you talking about? Jets, Browns, Bengals. I'm, I see. I'm getting. Where are you get, talking about? I hope someone behind the glass is keeping I am. order of I everybody. Have a, else's. I have a piece of paper and I'm writing it down right here. I have got the Bengals, so now I'm I'm looking good because I'm up to three now, and uh, we all have three now. Claybon, let's move to the AFC South, shall we? And we'll start it out with. The Indianapolis Colts. Oh. Oof. I thought you were going to start with Jack. No, Indianapolis chicky, chicky, Colts. Chicky. Anybody going to rule out the Colts? I mean, some Andrew Luck, uh, you know, it's gray at least. We don't know exactly yes, what's going on. Yes, I will. I'm ruling out the Colts. What? Yeah, let's you're, do Now it. you're getting crazy. Yeah, that let's could do be it. another yeah. finger. Sorry, no. Andrew Luck. Playoffs no. for you. No. How say you? Why, why do you feel this way? Because I, I feel better about the teams in the division than I did last year. And it, a, a lot of it goes to the Good same. Reason. The, the same reasoning I went with the Ravens. Um, I, I've got to have somebody out in, in these AFC contenders. Remember when the Colts were supposed to dominate this division and people I don't think noticed at least until about last year? Like, oh, yeah, wait, that's not the team that wins the division every year. It's yeah. the Houston Texans that get it. Um, how say you here, uh, Ms. Freeland? I'm really eagle-eyeing their defense. I think this is going to be the main difference. So when you look at last season and for the past, you know, five seasons, they've had a defense that's like 20 or worse in terms of ranking. They went and got some pieces. Now, uh, there's some Malik Hooker. I saw an injury. He popped up on some injury report. That's That could be a big problem because we need him to pick off some balls. Then we also need to 
figure out how to shore up that run defense a little bit. So they went out and they addressed that in free agency. That could be a big difference maker as well. I'm not sure with the Andrew Luck, you know, starting the season, not in 100%. I think he'll be fine by the beginning of the season. I think this is just a preventative measure. Can Dante Moncrief stay healthy? We don't know what's going on with those pieces. So to me, I think that they it, it really is going to depend on what we see in the preseason here. I'm not willing to rule them out because they have, in terms of schedule, their schedule isn't isn't a prohibitively scary schedule. But I think that it will really depend on are these pieces healthy? Are you getting – I mean, you went out and got a veteran in free agency. Are you getting these pieces that really are going to change and address some of the things that were wrong or – is it going to be a, one of those years where you're like, oh, great, Moncrief's out for three games in this, this, you know, what's going on in the injury world? That's the big. I thing. wonder if uh, uh, addition by subtraction, Ryan Grigson moving on, if that was a pressure cooker that the locker room didn't like Grigson. They didn't like him lifting with him with, with? something like that. Yeah. Maybe that's what Got I'm it. getting at. I, I don't know about the Colts. I'm going to have to wait until we. If I were the to, other if I were a GM, here. I would totally lift with the players. Um, Ugh, seven pounds. Uh, Enough with the wisecracks, Cindy Freeland. You're not going to be able to lift anything if you lose too many fingers here. Now I'm not taking the Colts. You might put uh, one of those fingers up for bid here with the Jacksonville Jaguars. Finger on the table. You're putting a finger out there. No playoffs, Duval. Again, no playoffs, Duval. I would like to be clear. I love their defense. I love the yeah. addition of A.J. Boye. He's yep. awesome. I'm, yep. I'm really excited to see him play. I did see Jalen Ramsey end up on their injury report just recently, which is scary. Love Calais Campbell. I, their defense is rad. I can't – unfortunately – I just don't trust that Blake Bortles is going to be able to get in a situation where he can pass the ball. It's kind of important. <laughs> you need that. <laughs> From your quarterback. From your quarterback. It comes Play in handy. I'll say you. <laughs> Otherwise, you're just running Tebow power. Um, I am not. Wildcat. What if they go to the Wildcat? A Jaguar is a Wildcat. I have no problem with teams. <laughs> I have no team uh, doing a little uh, dipping back into 2011, too, by the way. Running, a li- <laughs> you know, having your QB run around a little bit. Put some, pressure on the. Run some the veer. I'm, I'm not going to. It, it sounds crazy, but Jack, yeah, let's Jack. let's do this. You're what? You're gonna put them out? I'm not gonna put them out. I'm with you, Claybon. I'm not putting the. I I know. Rose for sin. Rose for sin. Everybody Rose loves. Sin. Everybody loves this, to throw my when I bring up Tom Coughlin and his influence. You know, he's not on the coaching staff. You understand? Yes. I, I, but why did they bring him in? Then? Why, why do you, what, what did they put him in there for? Then? To get rid of the ping pong table, and so now they're gonna try extra hard. There's he's, gonna be lunch pails everywhere. He's no stranger to working with a talented, but uh, but whoa, sometimes whoa, whoa. erratic QB. I'm not saying he's. You he's, think Blake Borg? Bortles is the same level as Eli Manning. No, I didn't say that. Now you're you're charging That's me with that. That's kind of what you said. No, I said he's familiar with working with a talented quarterback. I didn't say I, uh, as talented as Eli. What he I think is breaking. Team. I think breaking. that defense is <laughs> going to be. Dave Damashek thinks. I think that, that defense is going to be Eli dynamite. I think the defense. Their is defense is rad. I love their defense. Yes. Can and they play the whole game? I like Leonard Fournette. I like their you pass just like catcher. his beard. No, I like Leonard Fournette. Mm, I don't know. You're kind I of like, a beard guy. I like him in general. Your beard. Though. I don't love Blake Bortles. <laughs> I don't love the offensive line. They have addressed it, though. And to be fair to Blake Bortles, younger QB, not uh, not standing behind a good offensive line, that's a recipe for a disaster. I think just, they, a, just a question. I'm not going to put did, him on. Did Blake Bortles get – did they tag him? Or did they give him the fifth year? Right, well, listen. Did they? I'm, I just, we'll wait and see what he does this year. I don't know what's going to be. No, I think they had to do it already. Oh, they did. Ooh. Yeah, they didn't. <laughs> oh. All right. Well, I'm, I, I'm not changing now. I'm not changing it now. <laughs> Next team, the Houston Texans. No one's going to go there, right? Nope. Okay, we can move on quickly from them. 
And by the way, one thing on the Houston Texans, you know what they're sneaky good at? They're tight ends. Just saying. Huh. They've got great tight ends. Keep Griff Whalen, CJ Fedorowitz. I know. Brock Osweiler loved him some CJ Fedorowitz. If you know who JJ else is going to love? Any, everyone who's Tom Savage and everyone's going to love both of them. They're, they're great at blocking, they're great at catching. Like, I'm, I'm impressed with their tight ends. Sneaky good. All right. I, I, I think Tom Savage is fine. I think Deshaun Watson, I'll be surprised if he isn't the week one starter. I'll be positively. Will they play week one? Remember be, we went over Oh, right, right, right. Yeah, I'll be positively that. floored, though, if he's not uh, under center by October. We October. did go through that. Yeah. You're right. Because you got to be remember, let, you, let the other guy get beat up a right. little bit. Right. Throw Tom Savage to the Savages of September, and then in October, yep. let Deshaun Watson play hero. You're right about that. We did discuss that. Either way, I would never say they're not going to the playoffs. Nope. The Tennessee Titans, though, how say you, Freeland? You're very hip on this team, aren't you? I am medium. I Compared to – I've been listening to a lot of people's takes on them, and I'm not anywhere near as strong as some people. I, but I'm, I'm, I'm not, I'm not going to put them on this list. I'm okay. no way going to go there. But I think some people, like, forget that, you know, they, they have – they did get Logan Ryan, but their corners were really vulnerable last year. And, yes, they did address – like, people – like, we kind of – Marcus Mario is awesome. He took a huge step forward last year, and I, I totally anticipate that that stays the trend this year. And he's got a great running backs. Great. Now they've addressed some of the pass catching concerns. Great. But there's also defense, right? So they did get Logan Ryan, but – do you know, and I love Adore Jackson. I think he was one of the best players in the draft. I love watching him play, but does that necessarily mean He feels that- like a weird fit, too, for Dick LeBeau, who yeah. who, who generally requires physical corners. Adore Jackson is not that. Yeah, I mean, but so to me, it's like it's I, I'm taking return. a bit of a, a bit of a wait and see approach with their with their corners. Like that was a point of huge vulnerability for them. So I'm not sure if it's something they've shored up completely. Claybon? No, I'm I'm not putting the Titans on a no list. Not, they're not on no, but they're not on yes. It's between either. the Colts and Titans for me, and I'm sorry. And while I'm not uh, I, I'm not overwhelmed by the greatness of Chuck Pagano, Mike Malarkey. This is the head coach, <laughs> and look at his career record. I mean, it's not coincidence at this point. I'm sorry, Titans. Bad news. No playoff for you. Titans. How about that? That's a bold one from Damashek. That is a bold one from oh. Damashek. Oh. Um, next up, let's uh, get through the AFC West here. No one's going to say the Raiders, right? Nope. No one's going to. Is anybody going to say the Chargers? Were you going to say the Raiders, Claybon? Dave, I'm going out on a limb today, baby. No I way! Get, oh. You're going to lose a finger. I'm gonna, maybe I'm, I might lose a finger. I might lose some. Who's friends. definitely not right? You're saying the Raiders are definitely not going to make the postseason. Yes. Oh, <laughs> no playoff for you. See you in Vegas, right? <laughs> it was just so close. It was so close. How last can year. you? Every how can you justify? Comes down oh, the wire. Okay. And and I'm, believe me, I, there's there's so much reason to feel great about the Oakland Raiders, but I, I just the, the Chiefs and the Broncos are gonna have better bounce back seasons. Here's I just a, believe that. Here's one little secret thing is that Marshawn Lynch, the players love Marshawn Lynch in the locker room. The coaching staff doesn't necessarily – they love his contributions, but he is disruptive, or he certainly was in Seattle, if you talk to uh, to certain people over there. I want – you know, is, it, is a foregone go, he walks in there and, oh, yeah, same thing as what, what happened in Seattle. They'll, they'll manage that. It, it does require a delicate hand from Pete Carroll. Pete Carroll handled – the personalities pretty well there in Seattle. Do we know for fact? Did he? Because like, didn't everyone say they hated their quarterback? 
I mean, come on. That's is that handling it? I don't know. Well, they be, well <laughs> at least at least they make the playoffs every year. So I that right. that suggests to me he's handling it well enough Got that, it. that that they're getting Got into it. the mix. I don't know that the Raiders definitely are that, but I'm I think that's crazy by Claybon. I'm not. I would not declare. I think it's crazy because of their defense. I mean, you've got – again, I think in the offseason we all, like, think about – maybe it's fantasy, maybe it's whatever. Like, we all think about offense a lot. But, like, I mean, they got some pretty great defensive pieces. I mean, they got that one guy, I heard of him, Khalil Mack. You know, he's pretty pretty awesome. Then they also have – I mean, when you look at their O-line too, Kalechi Osemele, I'm I always butcher his name, but I'm not – and I'm thinking – You nailed it correct. that time. Yeah, I know. It's one of those things I have to <laughs> practice. Um, so, I think that we have to remember, like, I, I think – to me, that is a huge. Those two pieces, like, and their safeties are getting better. They've got they've got a lot of like things going in their right direction. So I'm, I'd be unwilling to put them on this. All right, Chargers. Unless you believe the injury bug is a is a legit plague for them, I have them taking a real run at the Raiders and maybe even winning the division. Cindy Freeland, how say you? Do you promise not to tell money what I say? Yeah, they're on my list. Whoa! No playoffs for you. Enjoy January, money. You can uh, book some vacation time. Apparently, according to Cindy Freeland, you're not going to be calling any playoff games. I mean, I want money to call a playoff game. That's just yeah. really like in in my personal bias. Why this team? I love th- Matt Money Smith. This team to me is loaded. Loaded. With, okay, the offensive line is its question mark, and otherwise, what's not to love about them? That's a significant question mark. <laughs> I, I know. Fair, fair. Okay, so let's talk about. Well, every team has a question mark. I I do think their injury concerns are very real. Because I, why? I mean, and I asked that to Melvin Gordon, and I talked to Chargers about that. And do you it think Melvin only, Gordon's gonna be like, you know what? We do have some real no, real but injuries. I'm no. I, that doesn't mean he he resolved any issues I have, but it it, it feels like. A fl- if it's a if it's a team wide thing, it just feels fluky unless the trainers are just inept. I mean, what what do they draft badly? Do they draft brittle human beings? That doesn't seem like a possibility. Are there is their training staff not good? Do they not know how to remedy uh, injuries as well as the other thirty one teams? It's weird. So there's a really big difference between like if you have recurring injuries, like that's not. The training, like I, I would put none of this on the training staff. Like I don't, I don't. They know just anything. have a bunch of injury-prone guys. No, no I, I, I'm, be injury-prone, like you tear an ACL or break a leg. I mean, those. those I, things I mean, these happen. are like the, it's hard to get back to where you were after like several times. I mean, how many times your knee be tore up before you see diminished speed or so your your endurance? You're, or you're saying that about Keenan Allen specifically. Keenan Allen's had a bunch of injuries. I, I hear you, I, and that's a big loss. They're deep in the in the pass catching department, though. Yeah. I, I'm also and 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 I and this guy will end up in Canton and but Antonio Gates is aging. I know, but Hunter Henry is uh, was a star in his rookie season already, so I don't feel like that's an issue. So if you're good in your first season, you're not you're guaranteed to be good in your second season. I don't know all this uh, all this cynicism out of Cindy Freeland this morning. It's it's not cynicism. It's about it's look at their right. like the, some of the pieces on their defense. Like it's. They've made a big improvement, but you have to remember, like, you made some argument about, like, an aging quarterback. You said at some point Tom Brady will fall off a cliff, right? I mean, 
Philip Rivers is getting in an older age, and I've I did like a pretty big study on aging quarterbacks, and he's actually shown more signs of aging than Tom Brady, and that's he also throws the ball more often. So, and my 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 question mark here is in keeping all of the pieces healthy and working together, kind of the way that it's supposed to work. I think I think they could be great, but I also I think everyone's being like, oh the. The Broncos don't have a good um, a good offense, or their their quarterback has so much a question mark. So, but you know, Philip Rivers plays against the Broncos defense, and then the same thing with the Chiefs. People are like, well, the Chiefs are like, you know, they they're they're always really good, but never like really really good. And then like the Chargers, you're right, the Chargers could beat them, but I also think that they could not. You know, like I I think that if you're looking right. at the Chiefs and the and the Broncos and the Raiders, like I I just don't know who's out, right? Well. I'll I'll tell you it comes down to me to the Chiefs and Broncos as one of these two AFC West teams I'm going to declare out of the playoff mix and out of respect for Andy Reid who from Philadelphia to KC almost always gets his team to the postseason I'm going to although they have a lot of they have a lot if you believe in chemistry or lack thereof and complaining and nonsense off the field the Chiefs have certainly had that this offseason. I think and I and by the way, I wouldn't be surprised if you see Pat Mahomes this year. I wouldn't wow. be, I wouldn't be surprised if you see him. Wow. That said, I'm gonna say the Broncos are not going to the playoffs. In fact, I'm gonna say they definitely are not gonna go. Wow. No playoffs for you. Sorry, Broncos. I don't love the the, the well. They'll, they'll be fine without with their coaching change and everything else. Are they for sure? Do we know that? The do Broncos. We know, do we know you that? Know who's back today? Right. Who? I I believe the Cubs is in the building. Yeah, I know. So what? The Cubs scout and also so yeah. That's weird. Is that helpful or or is that now lording over the shoulder? I don't. Oh, wait a minute. You said it was good for the Jags to have to have Tom uh, right. Tom Coughlin there, right. but somehow Elway, no that's influence right. there. Got it. Consistent. I wait a second. <laughs> Did I you say said Tom Coughlin was a good influence on them. Yes, I think I think Elway's a good influence on them, but I think Demarcus. Like, so where, you're saying that Doug Marone can Shane Ray has the specter to, of Tom Coughlin. Shane Ray's <laughs> got to step up. I don't know that the offensive line's going to be that much better from from last year. I don't know that Trevor Simeon's going to be the answer week in and week out because he had flashes. That's Joe Flacco had flashes. Jay Cutler had flashes. You know, they're guys who who are bemusing. Joe Flacco has a Super Bowl ring. I know because he got red hot for five week stretch. It was it was was year two of. Let's not act like Joe Flacco is a week in and week out dependable quarterback. Would you rather have Joe Flacco or would you rather have anyone on? I wouldn't rather have Trevor Simeon to answer that to answer that question. So that's why I'm not putting him in. It's fully asleep on Trev. I'm asleep on him. Oh, I, I, I didn't even know think that. They can figure out a way. Sorry, I didn't join the join the cult of the Trevor <laughs> Simeon yet. I'll get in on it. I'm sorry. I'm I'm on. I'm an awful skeptic when it comes to does he, is it, undrafted does he not look guys. Like a quarterback to you? He look. He has a nice strong arm. But did also Paxton Lynch is there. The two young guys. That did you watch? My, Paxton Lynch. He's. I think he's under the microscope for sure. I liked how Simeon looked in some games. I thought he. Okay. I thought he was fine in some okay. games. Is he? Is that enough to get past the Chargers and the Raiders and the Chiefs? For me, no, it's not. That's the. That's why I would say if they're in fourth place and they're not going to the playoffs, that's why I say they're not in. Now, you guys are saying the Broncos. You're not going to put them on your nope. list. No. The Chiefs. No. No. Nope. You're not going to say the Chiefs either. No. No. 
wait a second. Oh, you said Chargers, Cindy. I said Chargers. And I had the Raiders. Oh, and you had the Raiders. Okay, so thus ends. I will put down the Broncos. Those are my five. Okay, so let to recap that went your bolder. five. That went bolder than I thought it would. I, are... I didn't think I'd have to say the Broncos or Titans, but I did. So I go Broncos, Titans. I didn't even feel the Bengals, but you have to get the five somehow. Right, you have conference. to get the five. Bengals, Browns, Jets. Sorry. No playoffs for you, Cindy. Jets, Browns, Bengals, Jacksonville, and Chargers. No playoffs for you, says Cindy Freeland. Claybon? The, the Ravens, the Colts, the Raiders, the Jets, and the Bengals. No, no the Browns, playoffs for you. Yeah, Browns. Browns, That's not Claybon. Bengals. Yeah. That's it. There you have it. Uh, the Sorry. AFC edition. We'll, we got to do this again. And now Total. another game. We, we don't just tackle the game of football and the game of life, but we tackle the game of life in an alternate universe. It's called Game of Thrones, Westeros, the Seven Kingdoms. It's Claybon. It's Cindy Freeland and Ike Taylor. It's the producers Sully, Bartlett, and Black Tie have a team together. Damashek and Chris Harris Jr. have a team. Um, Chris Long had a weird uh, week. I don't want to – spoiler alerts coming here. I uh, had a weird one because he had Theon Greyjoy, a.k.a. Reek, who killed a few guys but then jumped off the boat. So my esteem for him as a man at least is, you know, at the bottom of the sea. Don't know how much esteem if you have for, for Reek. I thought, no, I wanted the, to draft the beginning? Reek. I wanted Theon Greyjoy. I thought he was going to redeem himself. I thought that's what was going forward. He was going to be a big hero. Requires a lot of redemption. Yeah, I know. Yeah, no wiener for him. So, um, anyhow, that's a side note. That doesn't affect anything. Oh, but speaking of uh, Grey and uh, all that, you know, that kind of stuff, Grey Worm making his hay. He wasn't going to be kept down. No. Yeah? No problem. Ever. Getting the points. That's why why I handcuffed them together. Yeah, there you go. Oh, yeah, (laughs) Claybon. Those were your points. You had Missandra or whatever her name is. Yep. Miss Andy. And Grey Worm, and they made uh, they made their time on each other with no clothes on. They did, and that you got double sex points. I did. Whoa! You and uh, Will Blackman got those. All right, now though we turn it over to the pros. This is the start of something new here. We're gonna try it out and see how it goes this week, and we'll go from there. Eddie Spaghetti, Sully, and sideline reporter Savvy with. No Savvy. I'm sorry. I'm being told. I thought Savvy was in on it. No, she's not going to do this one? Okay. Good luck to you, Eddie Spaghetti and Sully, as they debut their new little mini sub-podcast. I don't know what it's going to even be called here. The Game of Game of Thrones show within the DDFP. Take it away, Sully and Spaghetti. Game of Thrones game. We are playing Game of Game of Thrones. All right. Thanks, Sheck. Uh, Eddie Spaghetti, Sully here. Two, mem- two members of the DDFP Game of Game of Thrones League. Game, game, Game of Thrones game. Game <laughs> of Thrones game. <laughs> to re- quickly recap our standings, uh, number in first place, uh, overtaking me because of a stack correction, is uh, Kay Adams and Kyle Brandt. They're in first 190 points. I am in second. Ooh. With Melvin Gordon at 180 points and uh, Houndsome Hank in third place with 105. The only three teams in the triple digit marks. Chris Long, fourth place, 90 points tied with uh, looks like Colleen Wolf and Gons R.R. Martin. And then we have Patrick Claibon, 70 points, sixth place. Ike and Cindy, 50.7th place. You, the producer team, the unsullied. Ooh, yeah. Eighth place, 45. 
And then you have uh, rounding out this league, Damashek, uh, ninth place with 10 points, and Rishonju also uh, with 10 points there. So uh, rough, rough go for you guys. Rough go. Uh, the, the team of the Unsullied, which is made up of Ryan Bartlett, me, and uh, TD. Um, and John Rydell as well, the the Maester Rydell. We need to step it up, and I, I'm I'm not too worried. It's early in the season, and uh, Tyrion has yet to even score a point yet, and he's going to come along. I, right. So uh, the big meeting. Right. The meeting. Tyrion uh, and Dragonstone with with Daenerys with uh, Varys. T- Varys, the Tyrells. You have the Sands there. Uh, it's a lot going on. What uh, that was a big moment. What was your biggest takeaway from? Episode I think Varys kind of saving his own life there for a second. Um, Daenerys was kind of getting off the rails and, and going after him, and he, he put his foot down. I, I think uh, he really established himself on that on that court. That was a big moment for me. I would go with John deciding to leave the North, leaving Winterfell, going to uh, to go find Danny right in in Dragonstone. It's a big deal because he put one Sansa in charge, two now he's leaving. But by the way. Bran's possibly coming, and then Arya's possibly coming from yeah. uh, the Riverlands up north. So the Stark family will like never be together at the same They're time. They're all colliding together, and the fact that Bran uh, is not going to get there in time, and he's not going to – so Snow is, is not going to know that he's related to Danny when he meets right. him. That's a big moment. His lineage will still that, – that question mark is still going to continue going forward. Mm-hmm. Uh, I do think this bodes really poorly for Littlefinger because now with, with John going to where Tyrion is – Tyrion knows that Littlefinger was lying to John in the crypts that mm-hmm. he did cross Ned. Yep. So John will find this out. It probably will cost Littlefinger. Both, both Starks there, uh, both both uh, King and the Norse uh, and Ned and and John have slammed uh, Littlefinger up against the wall now. So that's right. come full circle. Yeah. So I think Tyrion, if he tells him this knowledge, like, hey, by the way, you know, he crossed your pops uh, or potentially your pops, mm-hmm. uh, John's going to obviously come back being angry. But Arya now going there. With Littlefinger trying to drive a wedge between Sansa and John, I feel like there's a moment where you could have either Sansa, uh, you know, end him, or it could be Arya, which would be great for my team, getting some more kill points from yeah, her. Yeah, I think you're right. Sansa's got the promotion, uh, and I think she's not done yet racking up the fantasy points. I think she could have a big play with uh, Littlefinger in the future. Speaking of Arya, will we see Nymeria again? Uh, yes. She she gave a little tip of the cap. Uh, I saw this in a BuzzFeed video where she said, um, that's not you. Um, and she was, she said it with a smile and people think that's a reference to earlier when Ned in season one said, Hey, you can, you can settle down. You could, you, you can marry a Lord and, 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 and just be a queen. And she says, that's not me. Mm-hmm. So she kind of is, is tipping a cap to her direwolf doing the same thing. Yeah. I'm not sure if it's a, a CGI budget concern with HBO, but right. I'd love to see Nymeria left. One of the two remaining wolves. Uh, I feel like ghost is locked up in a room. We don't see enough of ghosts with John. I wish we would see every scene with John. I just feel mm-hmm. like ghost should be uh, right, 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 right there with him the entire time. Right. Uh, and the last scene of the show, arguably a, one of the, most crazy, gruesome battle scene. Oh, yeah. Euron on his ship called The Silence, literally coming out of the sky and, and taking care of... Uh, evidently, it's pretty silent. because very it, silent. Yeah, they didn't see it until so, the, the on, last on second. A, Theon's on the boat with his sister, Yara, and then you have Valeria and her and her daughters, mm-hmm. and uh, he take eventually will, Euron takes Yara Yur- and, and Tyene Sand uh, away. Uh, so, it, yeah, Euron got Kyle and Kay 115 points for that right. episode. He he was a beast. Uh, that 
was in a crazy epic battle scene, and he's going to go back to Cersei now with the person who killed her her daughter, Marcella. And then Reek. Mm-hmm. He's Reek now. He jumps off the boat. He's what, officially what would, Reek. What, what would you do? Would you jump off? If he charged, if he charged well, you, your sister, si- your sister, your sister saved you. So you got to, you got to, you got to try to return the favor. I, I guess, but I think it's a smart play in the long run because he jumps off, he saves his life, and letting Yara live a little bit longer. <sighs> I hope so. But anyway, uh, great episode two. Looking forward to episode three. Uh, there's your quick Game of Thrones recap. Uh, we'll get to more to this uh, next Tuesday show when we recap uh, the third episode. So see you then. Dave. And there you have it. A fine show from Sully. Uh, full disclosure, they haven't recorded it yet, so I have no idea if it's good or not. But we appreciate you listening all the way through. <laughs> I thought I that was know. a cut. I thought I literally thought we were like jump doing a little. No, no, no. That was it. Right, right. We I just, was going to pretend. Yeah, <laughs> me <right>. too. <laughs> they, they spoke. They shared. Their that was insights. awesome. I was like, Great oh job, man, Sully, you crushed that. Yes. If you're Love listening, that part about if you're listening to Cindy Claybon and me right now, you must not have hated it, right? If you if you <laughs> totally. made it all the way through the five <laughs> minutes or whatever they went there. Um, all right, so more hooey and applesauce on the way for you later in the week. Maybe we can even resolve the rest of this, uh, the NFC, Davy Downer. Also, we, um, what else do I wanted, uh, d- did I want to mention? I had something else. Oh, LaDainian Tomlinson giving go. his favorite memories from the NFL Aww. in front of him getting his gold jacket. Also, Eternal Red Zone, the 2017 Hall of Fame class edition, airing on uh, August 4th, right, MVP? 10 p.m. Eastern. Meantime, thanks to everybody who checked out the other one. Like I say, I think a million and a half or something like that took it in Great digitally. idea. Yeah. By the way, great idea. I'm going to tell Goodell. At least three million people. I'm going I'm to tell Goodell. No, it was like great a million idea. and a half digitally because you can look at that. I don't know what it did on uh, the network. But either way, watch it on the network and digitally. Hey, we'll talk to you later on. Meantime, been a, been a slice been of heaven. heaven. That's my line. <laughs> you go into your shower feeling tired. But as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower 37 minutes later because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day. And smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. Whether you're a savvy spender maximizing your savings with cashback rewards, a thrifty rate watcher seeking the lowest interest, or a travel enthusiast looking for extraordinary perks, Kemba Financial Credit Union has a visa to complement your lifestyle and unique needs. Apply today at Kemba.org to unlock a limited-time 2% cashback on purchases. And pay 0% interest on balance transfers for an entire year with a new visa from Kemba. You deserve a card that works for you. Restrictions apply. Offer ends June 30th, 2024. Hey, guys. Back at the playground again, huh? Yep. You know what this playground could use? A wine country. Heck, yeah. And some waves. So we could go surfing. Oh, yeah. <laughs> ah, love that. A redwood forest would be cool. I'm in. Ah, ski slopes. Let's do it. Um, tenor girl go shopping. Yeah, baby. Wait. Did we just invent California? Discover why California is the ultimate playground at visitcalifornia.com.